is your Classic Metal Show right here on the ClassicMetalShow.com. That, of course, was Testament. If you didn't know that, you need to turn off the radio now. That's brand new stuff from the Titans of Creation. The name of that tune is World War III. And on the line right now is the vocalist, the main man of Testament himself, Mr. Chuck Billy. Chuck, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good, man. Cannot complain too much, I guess. I guess everybody can complain in these times, but doesn't know, right? Doesn't do any good now, does it? <laughs> no, not at all. I just gotta kinda do the right thing and stay in and get through it. Exactly. Well man, the obvious first question, and I'm not gonna dwell on this, but how are you feeling, man? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm feeling okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, the worst of it was probably the first, you know, ten 12 days mm. we're feeling pretty ill and just couldn't shake it and um you know of course we didn't get the fever and all that but we definitely had the achy body and the smell and taste and headaches and it was like that and we started feeling better probably the last four or five days you know i wouldn't say we're better but we're feeling much better you know i think sure. just kind of we're over the hump now so sure well, obviously, man, not, not just us, but the entire metal community is happy that you're feeling better. And certainly our hopes are with, you know, you and with, with your other touring mates, not just Testament, but obviously Death yeah. Angel and Exodus as well. We hope everything works out for everybody. So, Yeah, so far, everybody, I mean, Will, Death Angel is the only one who, you know, he's in the hospital on a respirator and, and, you know, just all positive thoughts and waiting to hear, you know, good news from that. Sure. Definitely. Well, let's move to good news. The good news, of course, being that there is a brand new Testament album, Titans of Creation. It is, I'm going to say it's it's the best thing that you've done since The Gathering. It is such a great oh, record, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, man. It's uh, definitely a different process this time around, writing this record. We had a much, much better time, and the songs were definitely... Um, a different take than the Brotherhood song. So I think overall it, it's a different record, but it's definitely a Testament record. Sure. Now, now you mentioned the Brotherhood um, uh, recording. And when, when I talked to you about that recording, you mentioned that it was a very non-fun process that you really did not enjoy making that record. What was it about this, this time around that changed that made this one so much more enjoyable to, to record? Well, I think we focused and took nine months off just to get it done, but you know, maybe just different time of our lives. You know, maybe four years ago, things were different. Me and Eric just couldn't get the songs finished and completed, where this time, um, I think we had finished the Slayer Farewell Tour, right. and we're kind of fired up and pumped up and went in the studio, you know, feeling pretty good and started writing, and and we knew we wanted to play a little faster, be a little thrashier. So that was kind of the common goal. And, um, you know, I think just maybe Eric was just more focused, ready to go. Cause he started like really knocking out riffs and sending them over to me. Sure. Do, is that how you, how you're most comfortable writing is writing around a riff versus coming in with a, you know, with a theme for a song? Yeah. I mean, it, starts on the roof, you know, and usually in the past, I've always been one to kind of fight with Eric on the, the, the note selections. Like when, you know, like he'll, when he writes a song, he'll write it with what I'm going to do in mind. Okay. But when I hear it, sometimes I think, well, wait a minute, you're having me sing over that verse riff. 
I think that should be the chorus riff and this chorus riff should be the verse riff, you know? So we ended up always kind of rearranging stuff for my comfort. I think where this record, we really didn't do that. I kind of just took all the songs, not even knowing where the leads were going to be and just kind of wrote melodies and patterns over all the music that I got and just kind of took it from that, that point. Does that, did that lead to, uh, I'm going to assume a lot less, you know, butting of heads, so to speak. Cause, cause you know, I know how you musicians are. Nobody likes to hear that they're, that whatever they created needs to be changed. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't just gave more time for Eric just to kind of move on and keep writing riffs and keep, keep writing. You know, as he was doing that, I was taking the songs and working with Dell and Zet from Exodus on lyrics, you know, and working out my patterns and, and the, the vibe and where it was going. But right away, I was getting so much songs and music, unlike the last time, a lot of incomplete stuff. This had a lot of feeling and a lot of foresight. He, I could tell he, he can hear the song, what it's going to be. Sure. Um, and it just, it just, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's just that period in your life. We just, we're ready to go. Yep. Well, and it definitely shows. I mean, there's, there's so many cool songs like the, the song we just played world war three. What a, what a great song and what a cool breakdown that, that riff breakdown there in the middle is one of the thickest things you guys have ever done as a band. Yeah. Songs like that. You know, I mean, there's, uh, Eric did a great job. You know, there's a lot of influence of a lot of stuff. And I think there's actually a culmination of everything we've kind of put down on a record on this, mm-hmm. you know, and I think even they're experimenting a little more vocally, having Eric being a little more involved in the lead vocal parts, you know, right. on this record. Right. So just another expansion of the Testament. <laughs> right. Certainly. And since you mentioned it, let's talk about the song night of the witch. What a, that, that is probably the most different Testament thing with Eric kind of taking lead on, on vocals somewhat yeah. and you adding, you know, that sound to it, uh-huh. but, uh, but it, it's a, it's a cool song and surprisingly does not sound different from what you would expect from Testament. Yeah. I mean, definitely when you hear the vocals, you would go, wow, that's different. You know, yeah. that's, that's that Chuck singing that, but it's actually Eric. And it's funny because that part, when we wrote that song, I was trying to get that song, that riff out of the song because I wasn't going to sing the witch part. Right. And, um, and was, and Eric wanted to keep that riff in there. So I'm like, well, okay, well then you're going to be the witch and sing this high screechy <laughs> right. part. You know, I know you can do it. You do it on dragon Lord. So, you know, he laid it down and it gave it a whole different vibe and feel to the song. Sure. Know? Definitely. Now, now I'm interested, you know, obviously Eric does have the band dragon Lord. Is this the, is this the, the first time that he has really kind of taken lead vocal, you know, on the lead? Yeah. This is the first lead vocal. He's, he's used that voice and background vocals stuff on a lot of songs, but as far as the lead, this is, you know, this is it. We did this song actually on the, Bay Strikes Back to her across Europe that we just finished. We did that song and he pulled it off every night. Very cool. Now, now another, another great song on the record is the song symptoms, which, you know, I, I, I think it, I, I'm guessing here, but I'm uh, lyrically, it kind of looks at mental illness as being far more yeah. prevalent than we think it is. 
you know, t- talk yeah. what, what possessed you to write that, you know, from, from that standpoint, lyrically. Well, Alice wrote that song actually. Okay. Um, me and that wrote a different song and presented to Alex and he didn't care for it. And I guess he had something already in mind. So he wanted to address the mental health, you know, after losing a few musicians, you know, the suicide over mental health uh, problems. Um, you know, he wanted to write something and speak up about it. And, you know, and it's kind of weird. Look at it, have the meaning of that song now with what's going on in the world. And, you know, with us getting sick, with getting the symptoms, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like kind of appropriate. It, it, it definitely is. And it fits right now. And, you know, unfortunately it, it became prophetic, I guess. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no question. And one other tune, Chuck, that I really wanted to ask you about was, um, city of angels, which you yeah. know, obviously talks about, uh, Richard Ramirez. Um, who, who wrote that one? And, um, and where did the, where's the Genesis from, from that coming from? Well, the funny story about that song is, I didn't want that song on the album at first. Okay. It, to me, when I first heard the song, it's like seven or eight minutes long. It's very long. Right. And I, it, to me, it felt repetitive and too slow for the record, the pace of the record. So the last day of writing with uh, in L.A. with my friend Dell, he said, just let me, let's hear that song. And I played it for him. And he came back with these lyrics. He had a song called City of Angels, Servant of Satan. And so he said, here, just give this a shot to it. And so I just played the song again and kind of mumbled it out and tapped it out to the lyrics to the song. Mm -hmm. And it fit. And I was like, holy shit, okay, I think that could work with this. So I went home uh, that next day. And I think two days later, I recorded the song. And I didn't know how I was going to approach the song or start to sing the song until I started recording. And I I approached it with like a different voice, a different texture of the voice. And then I did like some harmonies, which I never do harmonies of myself. And I tried it and it ended up working out to be something pretty cool. And by the time the recording session was over, I was like, wow, this song came out way better than I thought. And, you know, I, now I'm feeling it, you know, right. now it's one of the standout tracks. So it's just kind of weird the way that song came about, you know? Sure. And, and it, and it is probably the most, I don't want to say anti-Testament, but the most different sounding song on the record. Cause it has more of a sludgy doom sort of feel to yeah. it, which, I, which fits the lyrics, but, but it, it's very different from the, like you said, from the rest of the record, which is, you know, pushing the pedal to the floor and going for it. Yeah. And that's why I didn't really want it at first, but after doing it and the outcome of the song, it does give the record now a different dynamic and a dimension to it with Abby adding that song. Sure. Definitely does. Now, Chuck, uh, you know, no secret what we're in right now with this, with this coronavirus and everybody being locked in at home and it's going to change the industry that, you know, the music industry that you're in, you know, I, I'm I'm guessing that a lot of places that a, a band like Testament plays are not going to be there when this is all over, just because they can't withstand the you know the financial you know burden of this, or they just don't want to go into debt to to recover. For you, 
when you're looking at everything that's changing right now because of this, is it is it a bit scary thinking that the the ability to do what Testament has always done might be shrinking because of this? Oh, totally. You know, it's uh, especially from what we do. You know, we have to travel the world and away from home and mm-hmm. and play different venues and. It does make it tougher, but, you know, there's always going to be somewhere probably to play. Um, we've been fortunate in a lot of the clubs and venues that we play are a lot of the same ones. Right. Um, so, you know, maybe the sign of the times, who knows where it's going to go, but maybe they'll just start becoming back down to the more intimate shows, smaller shows and being more intimate. Sure. Um, just so bands could play and get out there and keep, keep working. Right. Um, because there's going to be a lot of traffic. There's going to be a lot of bands. There's a lot of bands postponing and canceling that are looking to reschedule. So everybody's agents are going to be looking at all these venues and trying to book their acts there. Right. So it's going to get pretty busy and pretty hectic, you know, for a minute once it starts back up. Right. Do you, do you think that's why so many bands are, are even though... Th- when they can go back on the road is uncertain. That's why everybody's just trying to book now, because if it does come back, you know, on a, on, on a certain schedule, then they've already got, got clubs booked. Yeah. I mean, like right now we have a a tour planned September that we've had in motion, you know, talking about it since last year. Now we'll continue to keep trying to put that tour together. Um, especially after, you know, America having to be postponed and we'll see what happens in Europe for the European festivals. We don't know the outcome yet. Right. Um, you know, and if that falls through, then America's connecting in September's in our books. Right. So we'll continue with our agents and continue to try to keep booking the tour and, and secure the dates and the venues and keep, keep moving forward. Right. Definitely. Now for you personally, especially after what you've been through with, you know, obviously you're, you're one that has actually had this virus. Will you change how you interact with fans at shows? Will you still do meet and greets or will you still, you know, reach down and high five people in the, in the crowd or whatnot? Or, or do you have, do I mean, I guess I will, because I mean, it's just, I mean, hopefully we get a grip on this and things kind of get back to the norm. But I think people will probably always still be cautious now a little more than, more so than than they were in the past. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll still try to try to be normal, um, but I think you know we'll always try to be proactive on trying to do the right thing. Either you know wear gloves or sanitized or mm-hmm. no contact, meet and greets or something. You know, we'll figure it out. We'll just have to work with what's happening. Sure. Definitely. So for, for the time being, since you guys won't be on the road, initially promoting Titans of creation, what does a, what does a Chuck Billy do? Do you, do you just sit home? Do you write new songs? Do you, you know, plan well, a solo I mean, record? It's the songwriting time is not till we all are ready. Okay. So right now, since we've did all the work on the record, did the a tour, we're just kind of going to chill. I mean, cause we had such a busy year, Book. We didn't have any time off, but a few weeks in June and a few weeks in September. Right. But now it looks like we got a lot of time on our hands. So <laughs> we'll probably, you know, once things hopefully get a little more normal, try to get out of the house. I mean, 
you know, do a few things, go visit some family and, sure. you know, just try to do things, get out of the house. Right. Really right now. Right. A, a rare break in the Testament machine, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, might as well take advantage of it and, and visit and get some things done and, and enjoy some time, you know, maybe a little kind of vacation time, I guess. And, sure. You know, we weren't going to have any of that. So we'll just take it one day at a time right now. You know, the doctors tell us, you know, we could probably go out and stuff, but I don't know. You know, and they don't know and sure. won't retest you to see if that you're not sick. So it's like, how do I know I'm not contagious? I mean, it's been like shit, 15, 16, 17 days, but right. how do I know I'm not contagious? You know, because I know our bass player just got tested on Thursday and his test came back on this weekend positive. Oh, boy. And so it's like, wow, he just got tested. That was weeks and weeks after we got home. So, man, does that mean I'm still sick? still you know yeah you know he got sick right when i did right and 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 the weird thing too is he might not have gotten sick when you did he could have gotten it from you know doordash or something delivering him food who knows you know it it is a weird time you know yeah Yeah, it's definitely yeah yeah it is it is so but you know we're trying to still just do the right thing and stay indoors as much as we can you know and just 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 do that you know Definitely. Well, Chuck, you've given people something anyway to, to enjoy themselves with, you know, while they're sitting at home, that of course, being the new album Titans of creation, it is Testament. It is as good a Testament record as there is. And, um, Chuck, as a, um, tradition on the show, we always let the artist pick a closing track from the, from the album, maybe tell us a quick story about it. So what would you like us to wrap this one up with? Um, well, I would let me, let's, let's go with the single that's, uh, we've got out right now, children of the next level. Okay. There's actually going to be an animated video that's going to be coming out this week, uh, for that song. So, uh, keep, keep your eye out for that. Excellent. Well, let's check it out right now. It is children of the next level. It's Testament right here on your classic metal show. <laughs> 